Welcome to Flip the Switch on Life podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Marie. I'm an embodiment life coach here to help you live an empowered and soulful life. I guide women towards self-healing to take back their power so that they can start living life by their own rules and embrace their true authenticity. This podcast is your go-to where I will be giving you all the tools and resources to start the process of self-healing, doing the deep inner work, and developing your spiritual wellness. There is so much power in embodying your true self, but we often allow fear and comfortability control our lives, keep us playing small, and settling for less than we deserve. By learning to rewire your subconscious, you will discover your truest and your highest self. You will learn how to take back control and flip the switch on your life. So thank you so much for listening. Now let's get into the episode. This week's episode is a little more vulnerable and I am going to be sharing my experience with grief, my breakup story, and how it's helped me crack myself open and rebuild who I actually am. In this episode, I'm going to also be sharing why you need to let go everything that you used to be in order to step into this next version of yourself, this next level, this next evolution of who you are. I think a lot of the times we believe that we can just build on what we have and build on where we are, but sometimes we have to let it all go. We have to be willing to risk the feeling of being uncomfortable and risk the feeling of the unknown in order to really get what we want and need and what we really deserve. What is our birthright? And that just takes a level of confidence. It takes a level of bravery. And fuck, fear is always there. Fear never goes away. And whoever tells you it does is lying. (laughs) Um, But this episode, we're going to really dive into what it takes to step into your next version of yourself and allow yourself to grieve grieve versions of yourself, grieve people, grieve relationships, grieve experiences, and allow that grief to be your expander to step into who you actually are and who you get to be. So let's dive right in. All right, this episode I've actually been really excited to record. And the reason why I've been excited to record it is because I couldn't wait to get to a place where I was ready to share and open up a little bit more on my breakup story and also the breakup with myself. That's truthfully the breakup. (laughs) And I think that this episode is this this conversation that I'm probably going to continuously have um, with different guests and probably with my audience is that this is such a big conversation on really allowing yourself to evolve and it's a heavy conversation because we as human beings we don't want to face challenge we don't want to face hardship we don't want to face uncomfort and all that does is hold us back from who we actually are and if we can't 
face the truth, if we can't face what we actually need to do, we will never get to where we want to go, period. All of your role models, your idols, people that you look up to, inspired by, they haven't gotten to where they were if they didn't move through the grief of their old selves and doing the things that people don't really want to do, which is let go. Let go of relationships. Let go of who you are and face the reality of your environment doesn't support you and these friend groups don't support you and this relationship doesn't support you. And I'm not trying to start this podcast off so so heavy or negative. It's just really being truthful of what it takes to actually evolve into your next version of yourself. We all have the answers within us. It's just up to us to listen to our intuition. When people come to me, when clients come to me and share, I just want to open my intuition. I want to trust myself. It's like you already have all of the answers. It's just are you ready to trust yourself? Are you ready to dive in to what it's going to take for you to get to the place that you want to be? And so I just want to like share a little bit more about entrepreneurship because I think that is such a admirable journey anybody takes and it is a fucking hard journey that anyone can take. And the reason why is because you are getting into a place where now you need to be your own boss and how you have to write your own rules. And it takes a lot of perseverance. It takes a lot of consistency. It takes a lot of self-discipline. And so when you're transitioning from even if you're transitioning from one career to the next, you have to shed and allow that part of you to die metaphorically, that identity that it holds. And through my experience in entrepreneurship, it has been such a journey because I thought I knew everything I needed to know. I went to school for a degree that I don't even use anymore. Um, however, I did get a background in business, which... I guess that helped. I don't really remember really anything I learned in school. I'm sure we all could agree to some degree. And I moved to a really big city. And for me, that was an adjustment. Living in a small town, being surrounded with the same like-minded people. I was like, I can't do this. Like, I need to go. And that was probably my first ever experience with letting go of who I thought I was and at the time I did not have the conscious awareness of that so I'm just like I'm gonna go on a new adventure yay but then also recognizing oh my gosh I'm so lonely (laughs) through this experience so it's kind of like this dance of risking everything to bet on yourself right and so that's all I knew at the time like my mom was so supportive of that transition and so supportive of of me going all in on my dreams but I didn't even know what that looked like right and I didn't even know I was going to be an entrepreneur and so what happened was that I you know went to LA and I was there for like five years but so much happened I, I worked at this activewear company and it was a very prestigious brand still is 
And that's great. That's cool. But I took on the identity of like, ooh, look at me. I work at this like really cool fashion company and I work in e-commerce and I do digital marketing. I'm like, yeah, cool. Yeah, right. And then it stopped being cool. And I don't mean that like the role itself. It was just me. Like I was evolving. I was changing. And so it was a big eye opener for me that like, fuck, what do I want to do? And then I was like at this crossroads of like, what do I do with my career? Where do I go from here? And so I started to, which I firmly believe, didn't know then at the time when I was what, like 24, 25, but everything happens synchronistically for purpose, for, for a reason. And so at the same time, I was moving through a huge weight transition, like gained 30 pounds in five months, very very uncommon, right? That's like not healthy. So what happened was that I I went to a doctor and I got all that figured out. Well, thought I did. And they were just like, you, your hormones are fine. Da, 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 da. Then that's when the weight, the self image issues happen. I've never had self image issues before. And so all to say that I started working on myself in the gym and I started eating better, started getting really cleaned up in my diet and then I started to see results. And so I started to think about, okay, well, what is this going to look like? Because I absolutely am starting to be so miserable in my job because I started to wake up to like, wow, like this is not what I want to do anymore. I don't want to sit behind a desk. Like I really, really, really do not. And so I decided that it was time to shift my career. But again, I had no idea what that looked like. And so that gave me an opportunity to dive into myself a little bit more and my experiences and my grief and my suffering that I was in. And so just a, you know, side angle from this, not only like talking about entrepreneurship, but also talking about when you're going through hard times and you're also like simultaneously going through something else that is similar and what I mean by that is that at the same time I was not happy with my job but also I was becoming unhappy with myself right internally because of my body image issues and so if I knew at the time that those were linked together I probably would have had this awakening and epiphany earlier and so I want to share that If you're in a space where you're trying to redefine yourself in your career, you're trying to figure out where you want to be, what you want to do, what your gifts are, it's like look at the suffering you're in right now, the pain that you're in right now. At the same time, look at in your area of life where you're not happy. That is something to really witness because they're happening at the same time for you. What lesson can you receive from this? I... Man, I wish I had a mentor when I was younger because if I knew what I knew now, well, then I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have done what I did, right? <laughs> but just really just really wanting to share that. Like if you're in desiring to shift your career right now, what are you moving through personally? And also, what are you moving through in that area of your life that you're trying to change, which would be an example, your career because they're linked. And so what happened was that I was going through all this weight transition. It, it, it opened me up to getting into fitness. And then I was I was having a conversation with a friend and she shared, well, why don't you be a personal trainer? You love 
you love fitness. And like I started, that's when I started my Instagram and I had so many people just like commenting like, you know, what do you do? And can you help me? And I was like, I don't really know what I'm doing, but sure. And so that just became like a really cool outlet for me. And Instagram has always been an expressive outlet for me. That's why I love it so much. So anyway, I decided that it was time that I shift my career. And so that was a part of me that I really had to let go of, of who I think I needed to be, right? And for a lot of us, a lot of my clients as well, it is hard to make that transition. Therefore, we don't even try. Why? Because change is hard. And not the technique of changing, because I know a lot of quick techniques that can make you change instantly, but it's the actual ripple effect of change because when you change one thing you have to change everything else your career you're going to have to change who you hang out with you're going to have to change maybe where you live you're going to have to change your lifestyle your routine everything the way that you have a relationship with money because being an entrepreneur like money is inconsistent and coming from something that's so stable so known so secure to going to the literal opposite for a desire of yourself to make an impact or have a purpose right it's so different and so I just want to commend everyone that is on this podcast listening to this podcast who is an entrepreneur or aspiring to be or even someone that's like oh my gosh like I want to literally pivot my entire fucking career and I've been doing this for like five to ten years that's also something to really commend yourself for wanting to do and it is it's a space of grief right you have to let go of everything you thought you knew to continue moving forward and to me that's the philosophy of life you have to let go every single day you have to let go of attachment of outcomes you have to let go of what you think should happen letting go of how it happens, letting go when it happens. Man, I think that we all could take away like one thing that we need to let go of, one outcome, one expectation. Stop taking things so personal, right? And so when we talk about like breaking up with your old version, grief as an expander, it's truly a way to allow yourself to unravel and un- unfold what's actually happening for you. You might not be able to see it, but it is happening for you. And so my first break up with myself was the identity of being a corporate being in corporate America to then being an entrepreneur and doing everything by myself and it's hard it's been hard um there's so many pleasures to it I mean I'm living my my soul's I'm living my soul's purpose um and there's a lot more to learn along the way along the way because everything's a journey but I wouldn't I wouldn't take back where I am at all however You have to allow yourself to mourn that. And that's where change can begin. That's where change can begin when you really allow yourself to let it all go. And I now want to get to this place of 
acknowledging the transition that you're in. And I know a lot, I know all of us have gone through breakups. I know all of us have gone through some sort of life change, right? Dramatic life change. We've all, we've all been through trauma. We've all been through really big emotional events, right? And so I want you to think back and like how you navigated that experience in that space. Because that is the same grit. That is the same strength you need to move through your current transition. And so why is it necessary? Why is it necessary to let it all go in order to get what you want? And it's so important because you have to believe that you deserve it. And I'm going to go into another story and kind of share a little bit about my breakup story. So like I shared, I've always been an ambitious person and you know, I started at a very young age always wanting to live in Los Angeles. I mean, I remember that when Facebook just started, I was still living in Ohio, of course, and I put like lives in Hollywood, California from Los Angeles, California. Like, no, I'm not from LA and no, I don't live in Hollywood, but like I was, little did I know, I was actually visualizing and future casting my future self. So, and then I landed in LA, but, um, but why it's so necessary is because you have to just be willing to let it, let it all die. And getting to that place of desire, I think takes a lot of work. And that's where I kind of want to open up a little bit more of, of like, yes, all these things I can share. Like I left my family. I'm an only child. I left my mom. I left my friends to move 2,300 miles away. And everyone might be like, wow, like that's simple. Some of you might be like, how did you leave your family? I had a lot of friends ask me, how can you leave your family? I could never do that. And it's not that I wanted to leave my mother. Like, oh my gosh, I went through a lot not having her for those five years, like consistent, like at my, at my, you know, next door. However, I had to trust that like my goals and dreams mattered more that what I wanted for myself and what I wanted to build for myself mattered more. And that was, for me, an easy thing to digest. But I know for a lot of us, normally, that's not. And again, that stops us from change, right? That stops us from actually doing the work we need to do to bet in on ourselves. And, you know, I want to share a little bit more about what it takes to get to that place and that and that that wasn't for everything right I mean my breakup with my ex was not like nah that's easy (laughs) no um but moving to Los Angeles putting my dreams first mattered more and also it helped tremendously I am so grateful and privileged that my mother was so supportive of me not only like in the beginning, she was supportive of me financially until I got my own job, but also emotionally supportive of just like, go fucking chase your dreams. And that, I can't, I can't lie about that. That was a big part of why I did it, why I went, because I felt supported by someone that raised me, the one that like her opinion mattered the most, right? So if you don't have a supportive community or family, that's going to be even harder, Not to say you can't do it, but it's a little harder. And so 
When we talk about why it's necessary, you have to believe that your dreams and values matter so much that you're willing to risk it all. And I mean everything. Your life, well not risk your life, Um, (laughs) your relationships I should say, your environment, your friend group, everything. Those people that you look up to, like Tony Robbins, Dr. Joe Dispenza, um, maybe your favorite role models on Instagram, they aren't where they are because they just woke up one morning and were there. They aren't. They literally had to change everything in their life and give up a lot of things and sacrifice to get to where they are. And I don't mean to scare you, but I'm I'm being transparent that you have to go all fucking in on your dream, all in on what matters to you. Let's talk relationships for a second. And that's what that's where I had to come into play. And I'm going to, you know, ex, you know, expand on my journey, but just for the sake of this little little avenue really quickly is that I had to ask myself, what do I value in a partner? What do I value in myself? And as I started to grow and expand and evolve, my values, my needs, my desires started to grow and expand and evolve. And the person I was with could not meet me there. And that was a hard pill to swallow because on paper, he's perfect, right? We live together. We have a dog together. He moved to LA for me. Of course, this is it. This is it. I'm 30 years old. I had the, you know, part of me that was like, Jess, you're 30. Biological clock's ticking a little bit. I want to be married. All this stuff, right? All these, all these uh, identities of myself were screaming at me like, why would you fuck this up? Almost. And I had to sit with myself and it took a long journey to get to this place of courage and bravery, but I had to sit with myself and say, but my needs matter more. I can't self-abandon myself any longer to be just comfortable, to be just okay, to be just settling. And so when we talk about the people that we look up to on social media, that we look up to in you know, society, right? Like Gary Vee for me and Tony Robbins and some of my favorite idols like Amanda Bucci, um, which I had the privilege to work with her this past year. Um, you know, it, it's it's all of these people that we want to be or a sh- like strive to have a similar lifestyle to, I should say. I don't want to be any of those people, but there's some of the values and the way that they live their life that I very, I admire a lot is that they bet on themselves and they win all in on themselves. Millionaires want to hang out with millionaires. Influencers want to hang out with influencers. People that value purpose and entrepreneurship want to hang out with people that value purpose and entrepreneurship. It's not to say one is better than the other. No, it's to say that you need a similar stimulus to allow yourself to thrive. So that's why it's so necessary to put your values on the forefront. And so for me, in my relationship, I had 
to put my values in the forefront, even though it meant letting go something that I loved, I had to put myself first. I had to put my needs first. I had to put the vision for myself first. And so when we talk about why that's necessary, now let's go into the how. And then I want to go back to my story, right? And I shared that like my first time of breaking up with my old self was moving to Los Angeles in 2016 and then also letting go of a corporate position in 2019 to start a entrepreneurship business in fitness in the beginning. And then I had to grieve again when I started to receive a lot of clients that had a lot of emotional healing to do in their fitness journey. I didn't know how to handle that. And that's exactly when I started to deal with my emotional stuff and my body image things. And so I started to have a spiritual awakening. And then it was like, oh my gosh, everything needs to change. Everything I thought I knew needs to change. And so that was like right in the mid to end pandemic for me where I, well, actually, well, it depends on where you live because in LA, the pandemic lasted like three years. So towards the middle end of 2020. And so that's where I had to really think about what was important to me. And I remember, I remember in my bathroom scrolling on Google, looking up what is a mindset coach? What is a confidence coach? What is an, an empowerment coach? And so, cause I was trying to like find a new identity, right? I was like, what do I want to do? Like fitness is not it for me. I want to do more. I need more. And then that it hit me. And I remember I looked up confidence coach and it said like someone who empowers somebody else to radiate and feel secure in their identity and who they are and what they have to offer to the world. And I was like, that's me. I want to be that. I want that. Like that felt so like a jolt in my body of like a fuck yes. And so I, you know, ended up doing some things. So the how came in with, okay, like I got to like transition my fitness. And that was a lot, you guys. That was a lot because when you're on social media and that's your brand, people identify you as you, as your brand, right? And so as much as we might diss social media for the entrepreneurs here or the people that use social media for their products and services, it's a lot when you transition. And so... I hired a coach and this person was an expert in helping fitness coaches go to life coaching because it's just like an evolution. And so it was really helpful to have somebody in my corner, 100%. So what happened was that I started to slowly transition on Instagram and my other social media platforms and it was it was tough. The first like three, four months were hard because people had to re-identify me with something else. They're like, Jess, I still had people, even like, oh my gosh, probably about a year ago, I still had somebody asking me for a fitness program. And I was like, I don't, I don't do that anymore. I can write it for you, but like, I don't do that anymore. You know, I was like, whoa, it's like, even though like the transition's been like two and a half years from now, like people still identify me as that. So it took some time for people to like really wrap their brains around like who I was and what I'm stepping into. And also like this, like, and also again, like I don't want to get too into like the universal collective energy, but like the pandemic was an awakening for a lot of people and not on purpose. Or I mean, um, on purpose, I should say. 
Um, it wasn't an accident. It wasn't a coincidence. The pandemic didn't happen for a coincidence. Like it happened to wake us all up to really acknowledge what we value, what the relationships that we want to have and what we're, where do we want to go in our career? What do we want in life? That's like really what it was for. And so if it wasn't for the pandemic, I don't know where I would be. And so when we talk about when we talk about transitioning and like kind of the how we do that, it, it's getting to a place where you can acknowledge what you need to do to change, right? So I went all in again on myself and I wanted to do that transition, getting, in, getting into life coaching, whatever. I was like, I don't know. Sure, I'm a, I'm a coach of life. Okay, <laughs> that sounds great, right? And so that was an identity of itself. But I had to grieve that old version of me. And it was a lot of challenge because, oh, again, a lot of people only saw me as fitness and I wasn't living my full purpose. And so that is something also to witness and note for anyone listening here because evolution happens when it happens. And so who you are today is not who you're going to be in a year. It's not going to be who you are in five years. So whether or not your career is skyrocketing and life is good, you're going to evolve and change. And your business might also evolve and change. And it's not to say, oh, fuck, like this sucks. Why me? It's actually like a really good thing that things are evolving because we shouldn't be staying the same. We should be continuously evolving ourselves. So... As I've been transitioning out of the identity of being a fitness coach, there was a lot that came with that, right? And so when we are desiring change, we have to come back to our values. We have to ask ourselves, what do we want? And am I willing to do what it takes to get that? And coming back to the to the breakup you know it was a lot it was hard for me to wrap my brain around what I actually wanted I actually tried to compartmentalize my emotions and my anxiety and my my heart for a while for a while before I actually had the courage to do it and I had to grieve the part of me that felt like I was going to be alone forever like y'all I'm getting real vulnerable with you but I if it I if it helps one person like I'm going to share it and I've moved through it so I don't feel so emotionally connected to it anymore but I had to grieve being alone forever and I had to like get over the fear because when we talk about relationships a big part of that is like well I don't want to be alone forever or I'm at this age in my in my life where I I have to move on and I have to, you know, really think about what I want and I need. And if I want kids, I better settle, right? All these things, right? We tell our, we are, the ego tells ourselves all these different things to stay where we want to be and actually like ignore what we feel. And so whether you are in a career transition, you're in a relationship transition, a life transition, you have to listen to that intuition, that anxiety that is like at you every day that something doesn't feel right. And it's going to be hard. I can't sugarcoat that. It's not going to be easy. But it's necessary if you really want the growth that you want and you want to get to where you want to be financially, in your 
career, in your relationship, the type of relationship that you want. And so for me, I had to grieve a lot of the old self. I had to grieve who I thought I was. And my spiritual awakening is, you know, I know for a lot of journeys are different for everybody. Healing journeys are different for everybody, but I've awakened to my my truth that uh, this is just the beginning for me in my healing journey, in my spiritual journey um, as a healer. I'm now I I'm now getting comfortable identifying myself as a healer, and so getting to the place of where I'm at now, I had to trust that I had to let a lot go, and that was letting go of a relationship of someone I deeply loved but knew. Right now, it's just not aligned and it may not be ever aligned. And I had to put what I wanted in a partner, what I wanted in my life, the type of lifestyle I want to live. And I had to put that first because we're so conditioned to put everybody else first but ourselves. And that's why five to 10 years down the road, we're getting divorced. Five to 10 years down the road, we're discovering our sexuality. Five to 10 years down the road, or realizing that I've been so deeply depressed in my business or so deeply depressed in the career that I chose. And this is real shit. This is like, if if I can activate you, trigger you, awaken you right now and here and share my story, wake the fuck up. <laughs> wake up to what your body and what your heart actually wants. I had so much anxiety every single day for a very long period of time before I pulled the trigger and ended the relationship. And so I had to really come to terms with like, oh my gosh, I was very out of alignment for a very long time. And I was trying to salvage it. I was trying to ignore it. I was trying to compartmentalize it and still run my business when my whole fucking business is around authenticity and transparency and helping women feel empowered in themselves to step into courage. And I'm like, who the fuck am I if I can't even do that myself? And so the relationship was a really big part of my identity. It was a big part of me that I had to break up with. And it was challenging. And so whatever you're navigating, it's challenging. But the grief, now the grief. Letting go of who you think you need to be. Letting go what your parents and society want you to be to step into who you actually are will be your greatest fucking superpower. You might not see it right now, but it is your greatest fucking superpower to really own your identity, to really own who you are, to really own your sensuality, your sexuality, your self-expression. Oh, it's empowering. And it's a power you will never ever feel or get to to put into context until you actually do the thing that you know you need to do to receive it you are in your own way you are the controller of your destiny of your reality you get to create it so whatever you're settling for right now whether that's in a relationship or your job or 
having a hard conversation to let some friends go, whatever it is, you're stopping yourself from getting from what you actually want. So when are you going to trust yourself? When are you going to allow the pain to get so deep and bad and intense that like you have no other choice? And unfortunately, well, not unfortunately, I mean, I now can see the, the light and the lesson, but I had to move through that a lot of how bad does this have to actually get to the point where I'm having anxiety attacks (laughs) like on a daily or multiple times a week because I can't face the truth that this is no longer what I want. And, you know, some of you might be sharing, this is what's coming up for me right now. It's like, okay, great, Jess, I get it. I'm at that place, I'm ready to change, I'm ready to move on, but how do I get to myself of that, where you were, of that bravery and that courage? And it's to honor that it's going to be uncomfortable. Your grief is your next, is your catalyst to your next level self. Your grief can be your expander. You know, We're so afraid to be alone. We're so afraid to be uncomfortable. We're so afraid to not trust ourselves. And we always have to have the next step before we we take a step. You have to let that go. Because if you are so wrapped around the conditioning of you need to know everything before you do it, then you're never going to do it. Because sometimes you need to have the mystery there and available for it to unfold into where you want to go and where you need to be. You can't have everything figured out. That takes the fun out of life. That takes the spontaneity out of life. And we need that. It's not a desire. It's a need. You need to have the willingness to let it all go. And so your discomfort, your pain, your grief is your expander, is your catalyst to moving in the direction that you want to move in. I will share now that I have the... I have the confidence to really go anywhere I want in my life right now to be, and I'll also share this, like after I put everything on the line and ended this relationship, a lot of things started to unfold. I was able to have more harder conversations with some friends. I was able to set boundaries. My business started booming I started to feel just more like unlocked and awakened to like more inspiration I fully feel like a whole new version of me and I wouldn't be where I'm at if I didn't risk it all to say yes to myself and that's something that I just really deeply want to share is that when you say yes to yourself everything changes And you can do it. You just have to ask yourself, what's more important right now? The temporary discomfort and challenge and the grief? 
or to stay complacent and subtle and maybe never get what I want. You have to decide the type of person that you are. And everybody has that ambitious, that go-getter, that abundant persona of themselves. It is in there, girl or guy. (laughs) It is in there right now. You just have to desire to activate it. And ever since I started to choose myself, (laughs) life starts happening for me. And I don't mean, no, I actually, I want to brag about that because I want to show you what's possible for you when you actually get to choose yourself. I chose myself in the, in the most uncomfortable, challenging way there could be possible. And I let it all go. And I'm really learning to trust the unknown, trust God's source spirit so much to the point where they're just giving me opportunities left and right. And I've never felt more confident in myself. And not to say I don't have work to do because we always have work to do on ourselves. However, it's just the beginning. And now that I've proven to myself and to universe that like I'm ready to put my heart on the line, I'm ready to do whatever it takes to get to where I want to be and to make the impact that I know I'm here to make, the universe is like, okay. We see you. You're planting the seeds. Here are some little nuggets along the way to reward you for what it what it feels like to trust yourself. So when we talk about the how am I doing that, how do we get to that desire of change, you have to ask yourself, what type of person am I? Am I going to be the person that's going to step up to the plate and do what it takes, let it all go, trust myself, find community, find environment, find people that are like-minded that can help inspire me to the next level? Or am I just going to settle in my current experience, my current reality, and just deal with it? And I just knew I couldn't deal with it anymore. And so you have to decide the type of person that you are. And when you break free and embrace all of yourself and own who the fuck you are, life starts happening for you. And I am a living testimony of it. And I have never felt so alive and connected to myself, to spirit, to my path, my purpose. That's how you find your purpose is by trusting the unknown, trusting your heart so much that you're willing to let it all go to trust. Mm. I could go on and on and on, but I think that was such a beautiful mix of why it's so important to break up with your old self and grieving that part of you. Grief is your expander. You get to do this. You get to be all of you. Just give yourself that permission and everything else will follow suit. You have to trust. You have to trust. You have to trust. And with all that to say, I feel like it's the perfect time to say, I am going to be hosting my third retreat in Taos, New Mexico, September 14th through the 18th. And I named it Embrace Your Free. Why? Because of this. Because when we get, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to cry. When we get to a place of liberation with our own identity, anything is possible. When we get to embrace 
our authenticity, when we get to be seen in all of ourselves, when we get to fucking see ourselves, that's when everything becomes possible. It's not a new strategy. It's not a new coach. It's not a new environment. Yes, that can help. But you have to choose to see yourself. You have to choose to embrace what freedom means to you. And if I can advocate for that and awaken and activate other people to wake up to themselves, I've done my job. And so this retreat is all around embracing your freedom in the deepest way possible showing you how you can make change, giving you the courage, the bravery to walk alongside your fear and do it anyway. So bring your baggage, bring your drama, bring your biggest, scariest desire you have because we're going to crack you open and show you what's possible when you get to choose yourself and you get to embrace all of you. Oh, wow. Mm. We're going to have workshops that are curated to this next level version of yourself. We're going to release and let go the baggage that's no longer serving you. And you're going to really allow yourself to see your purpose start to shine through. Living more on purpose, living through a freedom-filled lens. And we're going to have a breathwork ceremony to release and let go we're gonna have hiking we're gonna have sisterhood and something that I'm really excited about with this retreat is that we are going to be doing a ceremony um, of a sweat lodge with the Native American tribe and this is something that is probably going to be once in a lifetime experience because you have to either be invited or know somebody to do something like this and sweat lodges are a big a big sacred ceremony that native american also mayan culture does because it releases it symbolizes the release of letting go and healing on the on a deeper layer and the culture of being in the mix of of the native lands is going to be really powerful and really healing. Uh, Taos, New Mexico also has a lot of energy vortexes, so it's going to be a lot of energy. It's going to be a lot of release work for you. And that's all it is, is getting to this place of courage by releasing your baggage. And that's a lot of the work I had to do on myself to get to the place where I am now, where I can see what's possible for me. It was letting, not only letting go of my old self, but allowing myself to see a new lens of myself. So I had to kind of break up the boundaries on my problems of my identities of like, no, 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 I have to hold, I have to hold, I have to hold on to this. And it's like, no, you don't. You don't have to be anything but who you are. And so the sweat lodge ceremony is really sacred in that way where it just allows you to really be with yourself in the uncomfort and of the challenge. And you, st- you get to pull yourself out of it. And for me, when I did this last year in Tulum, I did Temescal, which is the Mexican Mayan tradition of a sweat lodge ceremony of Native American. And 
I was like, holy shit, I'm a fucking badass. <laughs> I was like, I sat in that and I grieved and I healed those parts of me that were like, fuck yeah, fuck yeah, I gotta, I gotta get out of this. I'm ready to change. And so having more of these experiences are gonna allow you to awaken, again, that persona, like I said right earlier in the episode, that persona of you that's like, I can do this, I can move forward, and I can change my life. I can change my life because you can. So if you're interested in hearing more about the retreat, um, right now I have some really yummy specials. So in July, if you secure your spot and you pay in full, you will get $250 off the total investment, which is like hell yeah. And then on top of that, you'll also get a free one-on-one coaching session with me before the retreat so you can really get crystal clear on what you're bringing into the retreat, what you need to focus on, and it's just going to kickstart your retreat. And then on top of that, you're also going to be getting um, a integration session with me afterward too, which is really important because after this life-changing retreat, you need to know how to integrate and, you know, make the change. So you're going to be fully supported, well-rounded. Um, you can go to the link in the show notes and go to the website. You can apply And I'm really, really, really looking forward to this cohort of women because this is like no other. And stepping into this next level of me, this retreat's going to be super juicy and spicy. So with all of that to say, thank you so much for supporting me and my journey. And I hope this episode inspires you, gives you that bravery to follow your dreams, but also bet on yourself trust that it's all happening for you and trust what you feel is what you should do thank you for listening see you next time thanks for listening to this episode of flip the switch on life please be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode and if you appreciate the show please jump over to itunes give us some stars if you're feeling for it write a review and if you want to learn more about these topics that we discussed today check out the show notes for more information or you can also come hang out, shoot me a DM on Instagram. Instagram is Jessica Marie Step, and I will see you guys next week.